This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. One of the great jazz trumpet players post-1960 passed away December 29, 2008, and his name is Freddie Hubbard. He was really the role model for most trumpet players coming up in the 60s and 1970s. He was a fabulous trumpet player and possessed amazing technique and range and just a beautiful fluid approach with a beautiful sound that sometimes could be crackly and fiery and searing, other times could be very soft and airy. So he really combines all of the great trumpet players from the 40s and 50s and funnels it into a very, very unique and personal style that when you hear one or two notes from Freddie Hubbard, you know it's him. And he's one of the few trumpet players in the past 40 years that you can really say that about. So to understand Freddie Hubbard, you have to understand his influences. His influences come from Clifford Brown, who we've done shows about before, who was very influential in the 50s. But more so is Lee Morgan, a great trumpet player who was very active in the late 50s and 60s and past in the early 70s, and a very obscure trumpet player by the name of Booker Little, who was approximately Freddie's age. They were running partners in New York City in the late 50s. Here's a recording of Lee Morgan in 1957 from the album Blue Train, on a composition written by um, John Coltrane called Locomotion. Check out the break that he plays, and then, of course, he goes into the solo, but pay particular attention to the snap and the crackle of his playing and the wonderful articulation. The other trumpet player who is not as well known was a man by the name of Booker Little who was from Memphis, Tennessee and moved to New York in the late 50s, early 60s. Tragically, he died. I think he was 21 or 22 years old. But luckily, he made quite a few recordings with Max Roach, um, a few under his own name, and a very interesting saxophone player um, by the name of Eric Dolphy. This is from a recording, um, Booker Little with Max Roach. And this is um, a song written by Miles Davis back in the 40s called Milestones. Now, Booker combined Lee Morgan, Clifford Brown with a more of a modern approach to playing. So check this out. This is Booker Little's trumpet playing on Milestones.
Freddie was born in Indianapolis, Indiana in 1938. In the 40s and 50s, Indianapolis was a, a wonderful city for jazz. You know, of course, Wes Montgomery and the, and the Montgomery brothers are from um, Indianapolis. And uh, when Freddie was a teenager, he had opportunities to play with them. He also had a chance to play with Larry Ridley and James Spaulding, who are also from Indianapolis. He moved to New York, I believe, by 1959. In 1960, he begins playing on recordings. He was very well respected as a young trumpet player coming into New York City. And upon the recommendation of Miles Davis, um, he got his first recording date on Blue Note Records. His first record as a leader is called Open Sesame. And we're going to listen to a few tracks from this. And this is, he was only 22 years old at this time. And this trumpet playing is stupendous. And this is where you really start to hear what we call the Freddie Hubbard-isms. Amazing fluid technique, this sometimes airy sound, this ability to bend notes in this magnificent vibrato that he was really famous for. And of course, the blazing technique and wonderful sense of timing. Mean, he could play at the fastest tempos and never drag. So this is a um, jazz standard called All or Nothing at All. And I think this is what people first heard when they listened to Freddie Hubbard. And this scared a lot of trumpet players in New York at this time. So his first record on Blue Note was Open Sesame, and uh, we just listened to All or Nothing at All. Fabulous recording. Also on the record was a, um, a friend of his by the name of Tina Brooks, a wonderful tenor player who recorded um, a few records on Blue Note, but is relatively unknown today. So you should need to check him out also because he was a wonderful tenor player. Another song on the recording is the title cut Open Sesame, which was written by Tina Brooks. Let's listen to a little bit of this. 1960, Freddie Hubbard. Thank you. 
One of the things about the Blue Note records from the 50s and 60s is the length of the tracks. You know, jazz records from the 30s and 40s, when they were on 78s, could only afford the musicians three minutes. On the Blue Note records, which are some of the greatest records from the hard bop period, the tracks tend to be five, six, seven, up to 12 or 13 minutes long. So it really gave the musicians a chance to stretch out and for listeners to really gain some insight into their favorite musicians. That was one of the great things about the Blue Note records, but many records from this period. Freddie, in addition to having blazing technique and amazing range, was also one of the great, great interpreters of ballads. So from the same record is a beautiful ballad entitled But Beautiful. So we need to check out the softer side of Freddie. Probably his best-known record as a leader came out, and it was called Ready for Freddy. And this is an original composition of his called Bird-like. It's a blues with a, um, a very angular melody, but his solo on this particular song is really amazing. One of the interesting things about the record, it features um, a friend of his, Bernard McKinney, playing euphonium, which is an instrument you don't ordinarily hear in a jazz context. We're not going to listen to Bernard play in this show, but be forewarned when you get the record, which you should, there is a jazz euphonium player on it, but this is Freddie Hubbard's Bird-like from Ready for Freddie from next recording we're going to listen to is from a 1962 record entitled Hub Tones, and this is the title track, one of his um, compositions. It's also a blues like bird-like, but the melody on this particular song is very intricate. One of the things that people fail to realize is that uh, Freddie had such amazing technique, he would make the most difficult things sound so easy. And he really was the prototype for all the 1960s jazz trumpet players into the 1970s. 
But let's go out with today's program, listening to Hub Tones from a 1962 recording, Freddie Hubbard on trumpet. This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. Visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com. Jazz Insights is produced by WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta, Georgia. 